will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live. We are so grateful to be with you this morning. I'm one of your hosts, Brad Gray. And I'm Janine Pitson, and it is a glorious morning. It's going to warm up today, Yes, Brad. I know. It looks like we're getting a, a trend that's going to be warmer. So <laughs> thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I tell you, it, it is a time of year, and uh, there's a lot of beauty in that mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. There's, uh, there's a beauty that we need to find in life kind of going to sleep. Mm-hmm. Right, but yeah. with that great hope of new life, you know. Yeah, no, it's. I mean, as part of living here, where you have four seasons, you really do kind of experience the circ- the cycle of life. Uh, you know, in terms of the weather, the the seasons themselves, that that death and uh, you know resurrection and all that. It's so. I mean, that is beautiful. As much as it uh, <laughs> can be agonizing for some of us as we go into these winter winter frigid months. You know, the, the Lord really does communicate Himself in so many extraordinary ways. Yeah, yeah. And and with that, you know, with yesterday being All Saints Day and today being All, All Souls Day, um, it is a reminder of our own mm-hmm. um, mortality uh, in this world, but also the great hope of our immortality mm. if we die with Jesus. Yeah, beautiful. You know, it's just uh, really awesome and how we're all called to be saints. And, you know, I try to get that through to my eighth graders, you know, that we're all called to be saints, you know, that God created our souls and he has a great plan for us. And so with that, let's pray for all souls. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord God, you created us from the very beginning, our soul, and in the cooperation with our parents, through their love, you brought us into being in this world. Please help us and guide us, fill our souls with with your graces. Help us to live this life of pilgrimage on earth, that we can join you forever in our eternal home in heaven. Lord God, please especially pray for the souls that are lost, who are searching, who are hurting, and those souls in purgatory, some our own family members, who need our prayers, who have been separated from God. But by your grace and by your love, they can rejoin you. And so that we just ask you, Lord God, that your mercy be given to them, and that they can join you in heaven on this day, or very, very soon, we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Janine. That was beautiful. It was, I mean, this is a, it really is a beautiful, powerful reality that we have in our faith that these last, you know, yesterday and today, the All Saints Day and All Souls Day, um, I, I was just mentioning before we went on air that I got to go down to southern Minnesota yesterday morning to go visit the grave of my daughter that was miscarried between my two oldest. And, uh, you know, it's, she would have been 26 today. Or, I mean, um, that, well, would have been back in October. But um, I always go down there on, on All Saints Day. And, uh, you know, it's just, it, 
It's, it, it really does remind you of this, the communion of saints, that the, the, we are surrounded by a, a cloud of witnesses, as it says in the book of Revelations, and that we, we have an interconnectedness and an investment in one another, right? Absolutely. And, and you know, with God's great plan, I mean, unfortunately, you don't have the joy of being with your daughter and seeing her face to face, you know, here in this world. But you know where she's at you know, and waiting for you to join her. And I got to say, over the last quarter century, um, I've gotten to experience her intercession many, many times. And so there's, there's an element of eternal life that has a special sparkle yeah. to it um, with the idea that we'll get to actually meet for the first time and, and live in eternity. And I just, I'm, I'm thinking of, <clears throat> I'm doing the catechism in a year right now with Father Mike, and, yeah. um, and he, he's made the phrase many, many times about how we belong to each other. Like Mother Teresa said, that the problem, the crisis of our times is that we've forgotten that we belong to each other, that we're entrusted to each other. And our, I think our first guest really kind of draws that out. We got Tammy Cost on to talk about the Catholic schools um, in Aberdeen, the, the pre-K, the kindergarten. Really, that's, that's a dynamic that you see in this aspect of Catholic schools and the formation and how we are entrusted to one another. So, good morning, Tammy. Thank you for being with us this morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. We're delighted to have you. So, uh, as we're getting started, why don't you just begin by telling us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been with the Aberdeen Catholic schools? Absolutely. Well, I have been with Ron Colley, gosh, for about 20 years now. I started uh, 20 years ago with my first, uh, my oldest child attending uh, school, and uh, so I entered in as a parent, and then I had my teaching degree at the time and knew that when my youngest daughter entered preschool that if I was going to teach, this is where I wanted to be. So uh, she went to preschool, gosh, about 2013, so I started teaching second grade here, which is Definitely a passion of mine, those, that age group and that sacramental year. And so I spent about eight years with them. And then when the opportunity came to move into the administrat- administrative role here, um, I took that. So I have been the principal um, K-5 for about the last three years. So it's been, been quite a journey. I can't imagine spending my time anywhere else. And, you know, that that is so amazing to have that Catholic school education. Uh, We sent all our kids through Catholic school. In fact, I think I would say we probably had 22 years of Catholic (laughs) school education uh, with our kids where being parents and being involved in in that that life of the Catholic schools. And the really cool thing is about Catholic schools is that Religion isn't an appendage, you know, it's like right. integrated through every single uh, core class uh, mm-hmm. activity, um, extracurricular activity. Um, it's just, I mean, yeah, you have your your catechism class, so to speak, your religion class, but that's integrated throughout your math, your English, everything. And, and that's the beauty of it. So tell us about this upcoming information night. Um, like when and where will it be? Yes, so we will have our uh, preschool and kindergarten information night held at the Roncalli Primary School. We will meet in the library uh, beginning about 6 o'clock on November 13th. That is a, a Monday evening. And What's unique this year is we have added preschool to that. Now, normally we don't take preschool registrations until much later, Mm. usually January 1st of February. So that will be new for us this year, bumping that registration process up. We um, have a high-demand preschool, and so, you know, it's going to be important for those families to know that this year you're going to get to secure those spots a little bit earlier than in the past. So that's... uh, 
that's exciting. We're, we're, we're not sure what to expect um, with the amount of people who may come, so it's, it's, it's exciting. Mm. So, so Tammy, tell us, like, how big is your elementary school? Like, what's your average class size? What's, uh, what is your total school population? Sure. So the average class size, I'm going to say, ranges between, you know, 40 and 50 students. We mm. have a few that are maybe in their 30s, but um, two sections of every grade. Some sections or some classes, we have three sections. And so we're definitely growing. We've seen about a 20% steady increase in our enrollment in the past three years, which is which is great news. We're, we're really, really super excited about that. What's unique to our campus, though, is we are separated on three separate campuses. We have our preschool through first graders on one campus and our second through fifth graders on another campus, and those are the two buildings that I'm responsible for. And then we have a middle school and high school that are situated on the third campus. So uh, sometimes makes community a little bit challenging, but... Um, but we're excited. We've been in the Abney community. I think we're celebrating our 60th anniversary as a Ron Colley school system in, in 2024. So that's exciting. I got. I just got to ask. Oh, so Ron Colley, where's where's the name Ron Colley come from? Um, that our namesake. Yes. Um, yep, Angela Ron Colley. Yep, that's where the the name came from. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So so will there be any you know special events uh, at the open house? Uh, what are you doing to draw the families in to get excited about yeah, the twenty twenty four school year? Absolutely. So it is an information night. We will gather and there'll be some information that goes out. We have kindergarten teachers that will speak and answer questions. We have preschool teachers you know that will do the same. Uh, we have some of our high school students that will come down and um, do some child care for us during that parent meeting time. And then there'll be opportunities to tour the classrooms and have some activities and kind of see the life of the day of a preschooler or a kindergarten student here at our building. And those high school students will facilitate with those activities as well. And just an opportunity to mingle and, you know, have some snacks and get to know one another and um, hopefully answer, answer some questions and hopefully uh, bring some more families into our fold. So, Tammy, what are some of the common questions that you get during these information nights? What are people wanting to know as they're looking at uh, possibly enrolling their children in the Catholic school system there? You know, at this age, and um, actually most ages, I think they're really just looking for a feel. You know, what does this feel like? What, what is my child going to experience um, social-emotionally? They're not, we have a few occasionally that want to know about the academics, but mm -hmm. that isn't necessarily the priority. It's, you know, is my child going to be loved? Am I, is my child going to feel safe here? Um, and that really comes out from our teachers during their presentations and their question-and-answer session. You can just see the love that they have for the students they teach. And I think parents walk away knowing that this is a great place to be, and my child is going to get to know they're a child of God, and they're going to feel loved and safe in this environment, which is really what we're trying to convey. Yeah, I, you know, it struck me when you said, like, over the last three years, there's been, like, a 20% increase, you know, in... Mm -hmm. um, uh, enrollment, and I can't help but equate that maybe to the COVID time, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. and, and yeah. the fact that, you know, so many parents were just left to be the educators of their kids mm -hmm. um, or, or the Zoom, you know, teaching and right. so forth. So how, how did you guys kind of overcome that? We, you know, we spent those first uh, you know, eight weeks as everybody else did with our students at home. But we came back that fall and really um, just encouraged families to send their kids back. We did very minimal. Um, you know, we did, did what we needed to do to stay safe. 
as much as we could, but recognizing that the students really need to be in the school. And um, we were actually commended, you know, from our parents and our families and how we handled that that time of being home as well as that time when we returned. Um, so we really didn't miss a beat. I don't feel I felt, you know, like we were very successful in handling that. The best, the best that we could navigate is, as everyone else did as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the yeah. reason I ask that is because I have found there's a, a noticeable drop uh, just in reading uh, abilities. Um, you know, I'm a catech- uh, catechist and, and um, used to be able to have my eighth graders kind of read, you know, yeah, and yeah. Um, I, I really feel badly how they can't pronounce certain words, um, mm-hmm. and then they lose the context of what we're trying to learn about, so I find myself doing more of the reading, mm-hmm. uh, sure. you know, and, and yeah. teaching in, in that format, but that doesn't solve the problem with their mm-hmm. own vocabulary and reading comprehension. Right. Um, so yeah, yeah. So that's really cool. I think that twenty percent increase that you've had over the last three years. I mean, obviously there's other factors, but how you handled that crisis uh, is kind of a lesson to a lot of educators out there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Say, so, Tammy, with the information night coming up on the thirteenth, uh, do do, P, do parents need to register in advance, or they just show up? This is an open house where um, you can just it, it goes from six o'clock to to one again. It goes till 6 o'clock until the last parents leave. We okay. really don't have a timeline on it. Some like to linger and ask questions. Some like to get the information and go. So we're here to do, to do what they need on that particular night. Um, we do take registrations that particular night, but that isn't necessarily the, the goal. The goal is, is to convey what we have to offer and give parents you know, time to discern if this is um, what they want for their child, and then we continue to take res- uh, registrations and applications after that process but um yeah great so then how many people are you expecting to be at the open house like what have past years shown and what are you preparing for yeah typically we have about 20 families that will come but we have not included preschool in the past so that will be new for us so we're really not sure what to expect i know that it because it is a high demand preschool uh, parents will probably want to get their students registered as, as quickly as possible. So we could we could be busting at the seams that night, which is what we're hoping. <laughs> awesome. So we're, before we go to the break here, um, Tammy, um, could you just tell us where the event will be at again and um, you know what people need to know? If, if, is there anything that they need to bring? Is there any, are there any final kind of thoughts that we need to have as we uh, look at you know, how, how people can plan to attend this? Yes. So, again, it's November 13th, which is a Monday evening at 6 o'clock at the Roncalli Primary School. We will gather in the library. Uh, parents don't need to bring anything. We will have information packets that we will give them and go over with them. Uh, no need to make a reservation to come that particular night. If you do want to call in, for example, you can't make it and, and have some questions, you can certainly call the school. Uh, that number is 605-225-3460. And um, we can get your questions answered, get some packets sent out to you, um, schedule a tour, whatever might work for someone who cannot attend. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing that info. We'll do it one more time on the other side of the break so that for our listeners in the Aberdeen area, uh, they can um, look at that. And then for our listeners that are outside of the Aberdeen area, you know, maybe start 
thinking about getting your child registered or checking out your local Catholic school, because there is a, a really incredible experience that your children or grandchildren could have um, in that type of learning environment. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break, but on the other side of the break, we'll visit more with Tammy Coast about Roncalli Primary School. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. What if you could earn a degree that offers the best of both worlds, an MBA and a master's degree in philosophy? The University of Mary offers one degree that combines world-class business training with a careful study of life's deepest questions through their combined MBA, MA, and philosophy program. By earning one degree in both philosophy and business online, you will rigorously engage the big ideas needed to address professional challenges. Visit catholicprofessional.life. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic with Bible Study. The sacraments of matrimony and holy orders are sacraments of service, which means they are directed towards the salvation of others. Through holy orders, a priest gives himself to the church through service to the faithful. Through marriage, the spouses give themselves to one another in service and love. Popular thought tells us marriage is for emotional or romantic fulfillment alone, but the Church, in her wisdom, calls us to something much greater, a communion of life and love. This holds true also for the sacrament of holy orders. A priest does not become a priest for personal fulfillment. He is consecrated for the sanctification of the body of Christ. The church is fortified and consecrated through the sacraments of service. Whatever your vocation, how can you deepen the way you serve those around you today? Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. As you think about your future, there is one more thing you can do to add certainty to your life. Write or update your will and estate plan. If you pass away without a plan, all you have worked for in life, financially and emotionally, will be decided and divided by someone you may have never met before. We have some tools to help you in your planning. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call Mike at 701-290-4503. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Janine Bitson. And I'm Brad Gray. And we've been having a great conversation with Tammy Koss from Aberdeen, uh, Roncalli, I should say, from the Aberdeen area, Roncalli Primary School. Uh, she is the principal. She's also been a second grade teacher. And uh, how great is it that you've been part of that environment for over 20 years now? So welcome back, Tammy. Thank um, you. We just have some questions about you, like, you know, why the preschool um, being done earlier than maybe, say, in January when we have Catholic Schools Week and it seems to be like the traditional time where we've introduced uh, new families to our schools? Absolutely. That is, is a great question. So when we do our kindergarten information night, one of the things that families are trying to discern is, is my child ready for kindergarten? And hopefully through that question and answer period that we have during that night, 
they walk away with a little better understanding of if they feel their child is ready. If they should decide, you know what, I'm not really sure my child's ready for kindergarten, what other options do I have? It was kind of a natural fit to have preschool teachers and representatives available that night as well. So we can talk about the preschool options because we, we do full-time day for beginning at three years old, and we have part-time options too. So families can take a look and see what might be best suited for their particular family's needs you know, at this time. Mm. You know, that is, that's really good because, you know, even though our schools aren't technically the daycares, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for working mm-hmm. families who need to decide, are they going to be at school? Do I need to find daycare? And then there's such a daycare uh, problem right now, yeah. I should say. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I would advise, you know, families out there thinking about it. And again, grandparents, too. Uh, you know, a lot of times there, we have grandparents out there that have a huge role in helping their grandchildren get Catholic education uh, to look at this. And the date is November 13th at 6 o'clock at Roncalli Primary School. Kathy. Uh, uh, Tammy, do you have any final thoughts about this open house evening? You know, the uh, only other thing that I will leave you with is, you know, if you're unsure, you know, please come check us out for kindergarten especially. There is scholarships available. So if you, if one of your obstacles may be, I, I don't think I can afford it, you know, we make sure that every family who desires a Catholic education for their child can have that. So we have very generous donors that have stepped up and um, pre- uh, offered scholarships for students. So please don't let finances be an obstacle if, if you truly desire a Catholic education for mm. your family. Mm. Well, great. Thank you so much, Tammy. Thanks for being on with us, and thank you for all the investment that you've made over the years in the formation of young people in their in their education and in their, their Catholic faith. I just, you know, it's hard to put a price tag on that sort of thing. It's just, you know, th- that's that's the most important thing for every one of us is to know Jesus uh, and to be formed into maturity uh, as his as his sons and daughters, as, as, as disciples of Christ. So I really want to applaud you and thank you and all of your staff for the work that you're doing there. Thank you so much. All right. All right, well, thanks for being with us. Um, Janine. Yes. This is, uh, I mean, this is really an important thing. I know that you've been very, very heavily invested in uh, the Catholic education for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, I I cannot say enough about the experience that our kids have had. Um, we went to St. Joe's School in mm-hmm. Moorhead. Our, our children did. I, uh, like Tammy, I think it was over 19 years that mm. I was part of the St. Joe's school system. Wow. Um, in one way or another, as a volunteer parent, as a stewardship and development, you name it. I think every committee that there is over there, I think my husband and I were a part of, <laughs> you know, and, and it was all blessing, all yeah. blessing. And then to see our grown children uh, after they went through uh, Shanley, um, and, well, middle school was Sacred Heart. It, it used to be Sullivan, it's sure. now Sacred Heart, and then in through Shanley. Um, those were very formidable, I mean, years of formation. Uh, and to see them living their life uh, as very strong witnesses uh, to Christ right now is, is very rewarding. Um, it's so important to stay focused on Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we as Catholics um, sometimes can overcomplicate uh, things like that, but we need to always remember 
why we do it, what it's for. Mm -hmm. And like you say, it's to be disciples of Christ. It's to live a life of holiness. It's to grow in our relationship with him. And so we really need to stay focused on that. And I think that Catholic schools have a really good way. It's Again, religion isn't an mm -hmm. appendage. It's not like, well, this is my Sunday thing, and then the rest of the week it's, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's integrated throughout your whole being. Right, and you know... Sadly, in our times, the, the schools have become such a battleground, right? I mean, there's, there is a, there's a war going on for the minds and the hearts of our, of our young people. And I mean, in certain parts of the country, it's, it's raging far worse where, you know, the parents' own ability to be involved in their kids' education in the school system is being threatened. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying all Catholic schools have it figured out. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we, uh, we live in a fallen world, and, and there's... Um, can be lots of opinions and, mm -hmm. and politics, church politic. And we need to just, all of us as Catholics, look into our heart, minds, and souls and, and develop that relationship uh, with God. Um, and then make sure everything we do is for Him mm -hmm. uh, and not for our own glory or for our own prestige or whatever. And, and that is the battle in this world, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we live in a society that accomplishment, 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 you know, education, 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 and that's all vitally important, but it all needs to be given to the glory of God, yes. right? Yeah. I like what you said earlier, too, where, like, the ultimate vocation of every one of us is to be a saint, to, to, to have yesterday be our feast day, right? Well, today is going to be, our, it's going to be, hopefully it will be the feast day of every one of us uh, at some point, the, the souls of the faithful, uh, souls of the faithful departed. Uh, but that, that uh, yesterday, All Saints Day, will also be our feast day. You know, it's, it's something that was, uh, was very poignant in our family because, you know, my, my wife's sister, her cause for canonization was opened up. Uh, June of last year, and so it is one of those things where it's it's kind of become very real. Like this, this ultimately is our, our destination for every one of us is to right. be saints, and and you want that as kids are being formed. Like this is ultimately what you're all about right. is is to be a saint, right? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, like I say, God gave us our soul. Our, our parents didn't give us our soul. You know, uh, they helped to create our body. You yeah. know, through their love and cooperation, but it's not. Uh, our soul was created by God, God alone, mm -hmm. and obviously, um, He's indirectly, I mean, directly mm -hmm. with our bodies as well, but He allows, you know, our parents to be part of that. Uh, so anyway, it's just kind of, it's made me really think more deeply, you know, um, we can get all involved in the, the schedules of our day and so forth, but... Where is our relationship with Christ? Where mm -hmm. are we connected with Him? How are we nurturing our souls? With what are we filling it with? Mm -hmm. You know, those kinds of things. Are we being very genuine mm -hmm. about our relationship with God? Um, or is it kind of like checking out now, check back in, you know? Right. Uh, are we... Are we so zealous that we forget how to treat people with mercy and kindness? So, I mean, it, it, it's both both ends of the spectrum yeah. and everything in between. Yeah, I think of on today on All Souls Day, I think of the, you know, the early monastics and how, you know, they'd have these vows of silence for the vast majority of the year. And they might have one day of the year where they could, uh, they could talk. And what they would say to one another in certain monasteries was, memento mori, remember death, remember death. Like, ultimately, all of it's coming to a close, right? This plane is going to land, and, and we want to land in the right place. We, that, 
that we really do want to continuously be formed. And I think that's a call, it's a summons for us as parents to take every opportunity, um, whether it be in the educational system or just day-to-day life, right. you know, to, to be forming our kids about what really matters. You know, it was, it was great for, I, I loved the opportunity yesterday to take my 14-year-old daughter and my five-year-old daughter down to visit the grave of, of my daughter that was miscarried. And we prayed the rosary down there. And, uh, you know, it's, it's become something where it's, it's two hours away. The lady at the flower shop knows me because I've been going there for the last 25 years, um, you know, I, on All Saints Day. And so she's like, oh, you're here for your annual visit. To, and, uh, you know, it's just something where we, we begin to have conversations then about, the realities of our mortality and about ultimately what is the purpose of our lives. Yeah, yeah, that's so, so beautiful, Brad. You know, thank you for sharing that. It's just uh, really important for us to stay connected with our our family currently mm-hmm. and in this life that we live uh, in journey on pilgrimage, but also to remember those on the journey in purgatory that uh, more than likely we all have family yes. members who are there and they need our prayers because they have been temporarily you know, separated from God and that's the sadness of purgatory, right? Mm-hmm. That's the great, great tragedy. But it's also a great blessing because they made it, right? Yeah, yeah. But we, we can't forget about them. We, no. we need to be praying for the souls of purgatory. And then there's that great triumph, that, uh, that uh, communion of saints in heaven. And wouldn't it be great if we just all got it right, right yeah, away and yeah. purgatory was just empty? That'd be great. <laughs> you know, and so that's where we need to be very intentional and very genuine and very um, reflective on where we are at this point in time. Yeah, you know, I'd say um, one thing, we're going to have to take a break here real quick, but just as a fun little thing to share that our family does as a way of integrating that that remainder of, of those poor souls, um, we have a competition, we're game players, we, most of my kids and I really like playing games, and so uh, competition falls into a lot of realms of life, and so what we'll do is whenever we drive anywhere, uh, we have a competition to be the first person to spot a cemetery when we drive by, and they call it out, and then we, we pray for the poor souls, the, you know, the, for the souls of the faithful departed, and uh, whoever called it out first, they get a point, point. and so it's always a competition to, be, to get the most points wherever you are going, and I've now done that with my coworkers at the office too. So it's a great way of, of continuously being reminded of the need to call for the poor souls. So anyway, we will need to take a quick break, but on the other side of this break, we're going to talk with Devin Shad about an awesome, awesome men's retreat that's coming up this uh, January at um, Maryvale Retreat Center. Uh, it's going to be one that, that you will not want to miss. So stay with us. We'll be right back with more Real Presence Live right after this. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Did you know you can listen to Real Presence Live anytime on any podcast platform? Just search for Real Presence Radio on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and on the Real Presence Radio website. Then subscribe so you don't miss any future shows. If you like what you hear, give us a good rating so other people can find us as well. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. God's blessings to all of you. My name is Father Chad Wilhelm, and I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo. And this year I celebrate 25 years of being a priest. And the joy, the great things that I love about The priesthood is the deep relationship that Jesus and I have 
as speaking heart to heart. He knows the depths of my heart, and he speaks to all of us in the depths of our heart. That's what I enjoy about being a priest, that I get to speak about Jesus, not just on Sundays, but every day of my life, and that I've given my life to Jesus and the church. What a wonderful grace and a gift that has been for me for 25 years, and to serve the good people of the Diocese of Fargo, but just to serve the church as a whole. May God continue to bless all of you as you listen to Real Presence Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. The American Academy of Optometry recommends that all children receive eye exams every two years, beginning at six months old. As one of North Dakota's only fellowship-certified pediatric optometrists, it is my mission to ensure that children are screened for preventable eye conditions like lazy eyes, cataracts, and eye turns. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for children and adults, and you don't need vision insurance to book an appointment. You can schedule your appointment online at www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. 